Mm. <laughs> Some ASMR for y'all. Welcome back to the Second Take Podcast. We're here at episode nine, getting ready, getting ready for our big episode ten event at KOK Wings and Things with Mr. CEO Corey McCoy. Um, we have some interesting topics for y'all here today. Um, Adam, would you like to take it away? I would. Our first topic today is going to be about Gronk, but we're also we're going to be talking about NFL coaches and who's on the hot seat. We'll be talking about what fan base has the most delusional fans. We'll also be talking about. Um, well, we're actually introducing a new segment, Would You Rather. Today's discussion is Would You Rather Kyler Murray edition. We will be congratulating the Golden State Warriors on their championship. We'll also be discussing whether Steph Curry is a top 10 athlete or a top 10 player of all time. We'll be talking about Matthew Fitzpatrick in the U.S. Open. We'll be talking about the MLB, and we'll be talking about my trip to the College World Series. And finally, our final takes. But today we start with... Rob Gronkowski and the news surrounding him. Longman, take us away. So it was reported, or he actually announced on his Instagram, that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tight end Rob Gronkowski retiring from the NFL for the second time. But his agent did say, according to Adam Schefter, that he wouldn't be surprised if Rob Gronkowski would be coaxed out of retirement and called by his quarterback, Mr. Tom Brady. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. We all saw with Tom Brady. We knew he wasn't done. I don't believe that Rob Gronkowski is actually done playing the game of football. I mean, you talk about a tight end that's arguably one of the – one of, if not the best of all time, and that's a discussion for another day. But um, he had previously retired in 2018 with the New England Patriots because of concussions and because of different injuries and stuff like that. Came out of retirement to play with Brady in Tampa Bay. Um you know, since entering the league, he actually has 92 touchdowns since entering in 2010, which is the most of any player during that span and the third most by any tight end of all time. I mean, you, you talk about a tight end that it was a nightmare for anyone to game plan around and wanting to guard. You know, when it came to, I mean, the Jets, I mean, the, the Dolphins playing them twice a year, the Bills playing them twice a year. I mean, that, that just wasn't something you wanted to play. And then it really wasn't. go over to the uh, NFC South. Yeah, the Saints, Saints and the, the Panthers, Panthers and the Falcons. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, just some of his accolades. He's a four-time champion. He's a first-time All-Pro in 2011, 2014, 2015, and 2017. Mm-hmm. Five Pro Bowls in 2011, 2012, 2014, 2015, and 2017. He led the NFL in receiving touchdowns in 2011 and was named NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 2014. He was named to the NFL's 2010 all-decade team and its 100th anniversary all-time team. The most career touchdowns by a tight end in postseason history with 15 and the second most at any position and behind only Jerry Rice with 22. The most 100-yard games by a tight end in NFL history and the most tight ends in a single season by a tight end in league history with 18 in 2011. And the only tight end in NFL history to post three seasons of 1,000 yards receiving and 10-plus touchdowns in 2011, 2014, and 2015. The hard-hitting, physical run-blocker tight end, as we know as Rob Gronkowski, sadly has moved on from the game of football, but I still believe that he has a little bit left in him, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if he comes back. So this is what I got to say about it. If you retire, I mean, obviously Brady, Brady retiring and unretiring was kind of like you could see that coming. Gronk has done this before. 
where he's called it quits, come back, called it quits, come back. It wouldn't be a shock if he came back, but I think if he's gone for good, just let him be. Just let the man live the rest of his life outside of the game. Like, he's done enough. You just listed off a bunch of stats that if I if I had those stats, I'd, I'd be like, you know what? This is, I could live off of being one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. But, like, I don't see a reason for him to come back besides just being bored, honestly. Like, just being bored, Tom calls him up and be like, hey, could use another weapon. Or losing the WWE championship. Yeah, there you go. True. You know, was, he likes to was, wrestle. Wasn't he in, like, WrestleMania or something like that? Yeah. Like one of them, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no telling. You know, he'll he'll probably get bored. I mean, he'll hopefully he could be an analyst. You know how funny that would be, watching Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski on... CTE at his finest. On old man. On him, national him, television. Him and Antonio Brown. Yeah. Him and Tony <laughs> Gonzalez. Him, they both have a, a talk show or something like that. Him and Tony Gonzalez on the same network would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. So, what I have for Gronk retiring from the NFL... Gronk's previous retirement in 2019 was something interesting. So we all know Bill Belichick isn't shy from trading away his star players, or at least trying to. As we heard, he tried to trade away Tom Brady multiple times. But he actually tried to trade Gronkowski to the Detroit Lions. Mm. And Gronkowski said, fuck this. You can't trade me. I'm retired. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was so funny. And he, said that, he said that on live. I forgot I forgot what show he was on. They were interviewing him. And that's what he said. He was like, I'm, I'm retired. You can't trade me. And uh, so total after 11 seasons in the NFL, Gronk leaves is arguably the best tight end in football history, totaling 621 catches, 9,286 yards, and 92 touchdowns. During his time in New England, he compiled four seasons of 1,000-plus yards in five double-digit touchdown campaigns. He won four Super Bowls and was named to the All-Pro team four times after returning to football in 2020. He helped the Bucks win a Super Bowl. And with just playing 12 games last season, he totaled 55 catches, 802 yards, and six touchdowns. Now, the stat line says it all. He's probably the greatest tight end of all time. But one flaw on his record was putting him at safety during the Miami Miracle. <laughs> he did horrible. He did horrible. Who was who was that running? Kenyon Drake, I think. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon yeah. Drake. Bro, Everybody watching, touched the ball, bro. Kenny Stills, Kenyon Drake, Dante <laughs> Parker. Watching him dive at Kenyon Drake's legs was hilarious. You mean to tell me that was the most a- as athletic person you had on your team? To put Rock Rock at safety. But was it was it more of height reasons or was it more of I guess they thought we were going to throw it throw it down the field, he probably, but he was know. probably down there for a jump ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably so. That's tough. Oh yeah, That's very hilarious. embarrassing. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like you said, yeah, definitely one of the greatest, if not the greatest, tight ends of all time. Like, like I said, just a nightmare to cover and a nightmare to game plan against. You know, when Brady and him are on on point, whenever he has Danny Amendola and Julian Edelman as his two other receivers, and who was it, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and then you have to game plan against Gronk- Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. That's tough. It right. really is. It's sad to see him leave because. He's 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 victimized my Pittsburgh Steelers a few times, so um, it's it's tough, you know, because he was so dominant. But at the same time, I'm glad for him. You know, hopefully he comes back. You know, game of football need him eventually, just like we needed Tom Brady. So we'll see what happens. Right. So now we move on from Gronk. But what coach has the hottest seat this season? Dave, you lead us off with that. All right. So the coach who I think's on the hottest seat. The hottest hot seat this season is Pete Carroll. So, 
Seattle has spent much of the offseason preparing for life without Russell Wilson. And ironically, they finally addressed the O-line, you know, after he decided to skip hoop and sedaddle to fucking Colorado. Mm-hmm. But uh, they addressed the O-line, signing offensive tackle Charles Cross to a four-year contract. They also made a coaching change, firing the defensive coordinator Ken Norton Jr. and then promoting Clint Hurt. But the loss of Bobby Wagner is going to be there. So you have to find out who's going to step up into that role and be the leader of that defense. You're not the Legion of Boom anymore. So, far from. I mean, it's time to restart. And Pete Carroll just simply, like, ignoring the Russell Wilson conver- like conversation is, yeah, I mean, that's kind of – that puts a lot of eyes on you. And who are you going to go with? Drew Locke? You better make a run at Baker Mayfield. I, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't made a run already to Baker. Like, I feel like at this point you're just – you're just settled with Drew Locke. If you know, if you don't have Baker at this point, if you're, you're settled, settled with Drew Locke, good luck. Yeah, I mean that. Good luck keeping the rest. Of the, good yeah. luck being a coach at the well, end. Well, I year. mean, I think apparently the the quarterback is going to be Geno Smith. I mean, that's not any better. But I almost spit my drink <laughs> everywhere. I mean, they resigned the all the all star placeholder mm. kicker. Mm. I mean, placeholder I mean, ba- for the ba- kicker. Baker would be an upgrade over both of them. Yes, but I, I feel like. Gino the, knows the offense, though. He's been there for a while, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But I think the Browns are just holding Baker at this point hostage because they still don't know what's happening with Deshaun. They still believe they can reconcile that relationship, and I think that's long gone. I mean, Dumb. Not, not, I, I think that's that ship is sailed. Longman? So, so for mine, I, it might come off as a surprise because this, this coach has been pretty consistent. Frank Wright mm-hmm. of the Indianapolis Colts. Hmm. I like so, it. I will say that Jim is it Ursay? Ur- I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I think you're right. The Ur- owner Ur- of the the Indianapolis Colts. I think he's running out of patience. Mm-hmm. So as as the head coach, he's won at least fifty percent of his games. Frank Reich, mm-hmm. and he's thirty seven and twenty. I believe it. I believe it is, and he's led the team to three winning seasons in four years. But at the end of the day, the reason I say this because he was one of the most the 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 people that advocated for Carson Wentz. Last year, he stood on that desk. He stood on the general manager's desk and said, we need Carson Wentz. When Phillip Rivers retired, the next quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, it's Carson Wentz. And they said, you know what? We trust you. They traded a first-round pick, a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. He's not even on the team anymore. Okay? For somebody that's been so consistent as a, as a coach with the offensive lines that they have, with the weapons that they have, with the, the solid defense that they have, Mm-hmm. And they just haven't been able to figure out the quarterback position. I mean, you have Jacoby Brissett, you have Philip Rivers. Now you have Matt Ryan at the quarterback position. I mean, it's it's just a lot of in, inconsistency, you know. Now, Matt Ryan is a is a a bigger upgrade than Carson Wentz. One hundred percent. You know, field general. So if if they can go deep in the playoffs, I think his job is saved. But right now, uh, until they make a deep run in the playoffs, they go to the the AFC Championship or whatever it is. Then, then props to him. And Matt Ryan was the, the answer to your quarterback position uh, situation. But right now, I think Frank Reich is, is on the hot seat right now. So, I had put a couple. I had the hottest seat, and then I had two people that are on pretty warm seats. My two warm seats were Pete Carroll and Frank Wright. Right. Frank yeah. Wright needs to make the playoffs yeah. with Matt Ryan. He needs to make a good run with them to keep his job. And I, I want to say one more thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt no, you. No, you're good. But the biggest thing, t- too, for me is... You stand on the desk for Carson Wentz, and you lead the wild card when it comes to playoffs. So, like, 
what, what I mean by that is this. Like, last year, they, they were first in the wild card. All they had to do was beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they win the playoffs. I mean, it was a way game, but, but it's the Jacksonville. I know. They, they still have the first overall pick in the draft. All you have to do is go to Jacksonville and win one game, and Carson Wentz played god-awful. Lost 26-11, right. to 11, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. If you can't go to Jacksonville, Florida, and beat the Jacksonville Jaguars to get into the postseason with an above-average quarterback who, who's, who's playing, I mean, I would say pretty, pretty damn well. He's playing through, all right for, for him. Through, he's th- playing good for him. Yeah, throughout the regular season. If you can't get the job done in Jacksonville, mm. wow. So, like you were saying, Matt, uh, Frank Wright, definitely on a warm seat, but also Pete Carroll. Right. You have just, after that Super Bowl high, you have just been steadily stumbling year after year just after year. fizzling out and after lot, week six. A lot of that's been saved by Russell Wilson, too. Mm-hmm. If Russell oh, Wilson wasn't a quarterback, he would have been out of there a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Having Bobby Wagner being the brains of the defense and having – I mean, think about it. You had the one of the smartest linebackers on your defense and one of the smartest quarterbacks at at your yeah. QB. That could not have been an easier road to the playoffs every season. And granted, he did win a Super Bowl. He did make it to the postseason pretty consistently. But like I was saying, he's consistently starting to fizzle out since then. But the hottest seat for me is Matt Rule. I mean, he is he is the embodiment of college coaches cannot coach in the nfl nick saban failed urban meyer failed and now you're at matt rule matt rule i mean granted he's coaching the panthers your star player has been hurt majority of every year you've coached being cmc your quarterbacks have been sam darnold and cam newton and pj walker pj walker not names that you would want at your qb no it's not something to brag about so you you're haven't been put in the greatest position, but at the same time, you, you're, the, you're the coach. You're going to take all the hits. Even if it's not completely your fault, this blame still lands on you. I think he was a great coach at Baylor. I think at the time, moving from Baylor to the NFL was the best move for him. Yeah. But he needs to, he needs to find his way back into college sports yeah. because he's not cutting it out in the mm-hmm. NFL at all. And I think... Would I be surprised if he gets released by the midseason? No. I'd be more surprised that he makes it to the end of the year. Okay. I can see that. I mean, I would even say two in the NFC East. I think Mike McCarthy and I think um, Ron Rivera also on the hot seat as well. Because Ron, Ron Rivera just traded for Carson Wentz. Yeah. So and they're you got to prove that you want him. You know, he's, show, he's got a showcase. And their quarterback position has been a lot worse yeah. you know than in, in, in comparison to the indianapolis colts but then also the dallas cowboys is you know i know you have dak prescott you got ezekiel elliott but you haven't done anything since he's been the head coach you know you, you, you have to prove something so i'm glad you said that because that that perfectly ties in to the next topic being delusional fan base mm. so before mm. we move on i do agree that ron rivera is on somewhat of a warm seat but it's just hard to fire such a likable guy just beating cancer and then yeah yeah i mean it's just hard to say hey uh you gotta go yeah i'm sorry i don't think i don't think washington's problems came from ron rivera though i just feel like it came from the talent around it no i wouldn't say it's the talent i'd say it's the office and the gm yeah Yeah. but that's that's just your biggest problems but but like adam said though as the head coach they're gonna take up they're gonna get most of the blame yeah so at the end of the day you and i agree with that it's been the, the talent around them. It's been the front office. 
but who's the one that's coaching them? Who's going to take? Who's right. going to take, take full responsibility? Yeah. Yep. Like I said, the, the general manager for the the Commanders is was that is that the name? Yeah. Commanders. Mm-hmm. He might take responsibility for it, but I guarantee you, when when Ron Rivera steps up to on, on that podium for a press conference, he's saying that was on me. That should have yeah. been better coached. That's that's my fault. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ron Ron has too big of pride to let his responsibilities fall on the the weight of others. He'll take all that responsibility from other people, and. You know, dickhead at the top of the commanders is going to just let it go. He's going to be like, yep, it's all Ron's fault. Oh, because yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't know who. It's slipping my mind right now. Snyder? Yeah. He yep. is such a terrible person. Yeah. He will, let, he will let Ron take all that responsibility, throw it all on him to the point where even even fans of other teams are going to want him fired. He should be out of the NFL anyway. I don't know why he's, why he's still like, even in either. it. The scandals that evolve, that evolve from him is like... It's insane. Yep. But we move on to delusional fan bases. Who has the most delusional fan bases? And I have a couple. Go ahead, Adam. Go first. One, Notre Dame football. Oh, You damn. play <laughs> Conference no list. one all season. Shots fired. You get to the top of the rankings every season. You get in the top five. Oh, this team might win it. This team might win it. As soon as you play... A ranked football team, you crumble every year. You're always the four seed. You always play Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. You always get blown out in that 1-4 game. And an easy path for that team to make it to the finals. Every single season, without a doubt. Get in the ACC, play competition, and stop being a bunch of bitches. Mm. Second fan base, the Miami Heat. Y'all, every (laughs) single year... Say that the top free agent is going to your team every single year. I see pictures on the Miami Heat, Miami Heat uh, fan bases. Got retweeting. Uh, say say uh, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant in a Heat jersey, Giannis in a Heat jersey, Luca in a Heat jersey. Nothing ever happens every single year. The most I got was Kyle Lowry. <laughs> you got Kyle Lowry, you got Jimmy Butler. And you know what? You made it. You were the one seed this season. So you really don't need that extra piece. You just keep saying the same thing every year. And finally, it wouldn't be this wouldn't be a discussion if we wouldn't talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, before the season even starts, they get <laughs> one piece. One piece, one oh, small piece. We got the Super Bowl. Easy, easy Super Bowl run. It's like, bro, you got an old lineman that no one wanted. Congratulations. You lose your top receiver and you sign your third, your um, your um, three guy to now make a two guy. Congratulations, you're winning the Super Bowl. Well, I don't have anything much different. I have the Dallas Cowboys fan base. Um, they've been known as Americans team since 1979, and honestly, should be the Patriots by my opinion. Um, the Cowboys were a part of two separate dynasties more than 20 years ago, and the fans continuously think they're going to the Super Bowl, like Adam touched on. Um, at some point, just get a reality check, and I I believe the best reality check that the Cowboys fan base had this year was how they lost in the playoffs. Um, and a quick note is I want to touch on the fucking financial idiot they have as an owner when it comes down to player contracts. Mm. Mm. An absolute fucking dumbass just giving giving millions away to players that don't exceed any average level wow i mean i, th- I think we all looked at 
our, our takes because I have the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> as well. I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, listen to this. I'm sorry. Oh, just just know I that. I apologize, but I'm not sorry. Um, so, I mean, y- y'all hit the, the nail on the head, but I had to ask, what defines America's team? Mediocrity? The fucking emblem, the star, that's it. Yeah, I mean, perhaps it's defined by an annual underachieving, you know, despite overwhelming talent that they have on their roster. Maybe it's, you know, a word to the organization with the largest stadium and the biggest jumbotron, you know, that they have in, in the NFL. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't everything know. bigger in Texas. Um, the, the, the Cowboys were, as y'all just said, part of, you know, two separate NFL dynasties, although have been irrelevant for 20 years now. And yet, Cowboys fans everywhere literally believe that they're going to the Super Bowl each year. Oh, God. Mm. Not to mention that when you go and watch the Dallas Cowboys, okay, and everyone that watches them essentially just comes comes over as a bandwagon when they're doing well. You know, when the Cowboys are at their best. Oh, I was a Cowboys fan for this long. Oh, when they're at the best. Oh, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm not a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I'm not that. I'm not that. But, like, like, like they say, get a, like, Get a reality check at this point. You're, you're, you're not going anywhere. You're not making the Super Bowl. You're not making the NFC Championship game. You are not. You might not even win the division this year in, in NFC East. I mean, Dallas hasn't even made the NFC Championship game in over 25 years. Yep. And they act mm-hmm. as if they won it every year, you know? <laughs> if that isn't the definition of delusional, I mean, I don't know what is, you know? That literally is the definition of delusional. I mean, I mean also, when you win the NFC East, that's nothing to... to to brag about it's something to ride home with you you have i mean the philadelphia eagles are, are, are a good team but they're the giants really the commanders the team that can't really? make a name yeah i mean come on stop that i mean it's it's, it's ridiculous you got any others no nah, that's it for no. my delusional fan base i i don't believe there's a more delusional fan base Mm-mm. there isn't because every time you hear him go oh you know going to super bowl right you know we're going to super bowl I mean, you, you you have to win the first round, and first. then and then they get knocked out first round. Like, yeah. oh, we're gonna make it next, next year. year. Yeah, and you, you you watch the highlights on ESPN, and they're just they're just so sad and so depressed. And then they run a quarterback draw with thirteen seconds mm. on the fourth quarter. Mm. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, but just 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 a really delusional and out there fan base. Now, I mean, where it's located, they have a lot of great you know traction. They have a lot of great support, things like that. But ah, that's that's tough. That's tough. I'm sorry if you're a Cowboys fan. Not really. Yeah, you're right. Now we move on to our new segment, Would You Rather. I'm going to let Longman explain this to y'all real quick. Yeah, so on, on this episode, we're going to do a Would You Rather Kyler Murray edition. Okay, so I'm going to list off a few quarterbacks in the NFL, and these guys are going to say whether or not they would take Kyler Murray or that other quarterback, but it's not right now. It's a projection. You know, it's not – following the 2022 season it's who do i want as my quarterback going forward as a franchise yep yeah who are you trying to build around so i feel like the first one will probably be pretty easy for us to agree on all right so would you rather kyler murray or dak prescott kyler murray kyler murray kyler murray okay agree on that one probably want to agree on the next one kyler murray or tua tungavailoa kyler murray tua murray oh man come on dave explain yourself come on tua Explain. explain yeah First of all, they're about the same fucking height. True. <clears throat> this is true. Second is I believe that Tua's arm strength is severely underplayed. Okay. And the protection he had in the in the pocket the whole time he's been in the NFL up to now has not been up to par. We had the worst right tackle in the league. Yeah. The worst right tackle in the league with less weapons and worse coaching than the Arizona Cardinals. 
and we still ended up with damn near the same fucking record but okay okay look i understand what you're saying but before before deandre hopkins went who did the arizona cardinals have larry fitzgerald who was a shell of himself at that point before Jalen waddle got drafted who do we have Devontae uh, okay. Parker. That's a good point. Then who 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 has a worst O line? Arizona Cardinals or the Miami Dolphins? Both of them are terrible. I, I would I would think the the Cardinals have a much worse offensive line than that than the Dolphins. Know. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's, watching both of them run out the pocket every play. And that's that's also why I go with Kyler. Itself. Just because the Dolphins have drafted really well when it comes to offensive line. They really have. They got Robert Hunt out of UL. They got Liam Eikenberg last year out of Notre Dame. They're building a very young offensive line, but it's it's good it's it's good enough. K to hold up. But we have the worst right tackle in the league, which is a fact. Okay, okay. But but y'all just, just got Teron Armstead. Teron Armstead's a left tackle. Okay, but still you upgraded the offensive line position. The Car- yeah, and guess, the Arizona Cardinals haven't haven't upgraded. I mean they have DJ Humphrey on the left side, but that's about it. Their only upgrade was Hollywood and Brown nah, on their offense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you call that upgrade, I mean, I don't, I don't, so, I don't know. That's that's I mean, basically. And like, okay, you, you have a good tight end. Who's the tight end for the Cardinals? I mean, oh, Zach Ertz. But I mean, Zach I, I, I would I would take Mike Gesicki over, over Zach Ertz. Me too. I mean, who has better? Okay, I will say who has better weapons. But I will say the first six, like the first half of the season, because we all know DeAndre Hopkins is going to be out. Who has better weapons? For the first half of the season, yeah. Tua. I mean, Tua. Because your number one See receiver that, suspended, and, that's, and, that, and and that, that's the only reason I say that. Okay, is going forward. Kyler's gonna have a lot more adversity to deal with than two is. That, that's all I'm saying for that. See, I say Kyler because when it comes time for both of them to have to scramble out of the pocket, Kyler makes more of it. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not doubting Tua. Tua just because of Tua's injuries, he just doesn't have more confidence running out of the pocket, and that's not to blame him. That's just unfortunate how that has to work out. And yeah. another thing about Tua's injuries is he's had majority of them in the most severe in college, but at the same time, when he broke them ribs during Buffalo, it was our right tackle who gave up that that hit to Tua. I know, but those if I'm trying to build a franchise tomorrow and I had to choose between Kyler Murray and Tua with Tua's injuries uh, hurting him, then I'm going to pick Kyler because yeah, Kyler just is less, less injury-prone at this point. Yep. Understood. This, this one might be a little bit tougher. Kyler Murray or Derek Carr? Derek Carr. I say Derek Carr. If you, if I can surround Derek Carr with the right weapons, Derek Carr. Even if I, have, I go Derek Carr too. If I had I one good receiver and the rest mediocre and a good tight end, Derek Carr. And yeah. If I had the same for Kyler Murray, I'm still picking Derek Carr. I can agree with that. Yeah, I mean before Devontae Adams, who they have? I mean, Hunter Renfro. Yeah, Hunter Renfro. Darren Hunter Waller. Renfro, Darren Waller. You know, I mean, like need for speed. Yeah, I mean they have good, you know, but it, it it matters whenever. Oh yeah, but it matters whenever the height comes in to account too. Whenever you can't see over the offensive line, and that that's a problem. So I I, I I would take Derek Carr too. All right. Um, Kyler Murray or Matthew Stafford. Matt Staff. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Even at his age, Matt Staff. Yeah. Matthew Stafford. I, fucking gunslinger and he can get out the pocket when he needs Dude, to he, he makes some like ridiculous throws. like I, I i feel like he's underappreciated in the league he makes so many like underrated throws especially in the super bowl when it was like third down he made a no look pass to cooper cup i put in it in the super bowl. i put it like this i put it like this calvin johnson was held the receiving record for most yards okay yeah cooper cup 
broke that receiving your yeah. that receiving record. Who was both their quarterbacks? Yeah, Matthew <laughs> Stafford. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and the thing too is like Matt Stafford. I mean, this this might not you know you know go along with with what with, with y'all believe, but loyalty to me matters. And I feel like Matt Stafford. Whenever he goes to a team, he's a lot more loyal. He was loyal to Detroit for the longest time. I think he did all he could for Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. He's he, he's he's loyal to the Los Angeles Rams. But look at Kyler Murray now. Kyler Murray's a you know asking for money. He's asking for deleting everything off his Instagram. Yeah, just just very petty. Unfollowing so, the Arizona Cardinals, all yeah. type of stupid so I, shit. I, I want I want a quarterback that's dedicated and that's that that buys in. So I would definitely go Matthew Stafford. Um, Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. 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 Boy. Why, whoa, 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 huh? This shouldn't even be. So this whoa, shouldn't whoa, whoa, even be. I'm gonna whoa, say I'm gonna say Russell Wilson. Okay, but Why'd they're you about to have re- like relatively the same offensive line. Like Denver's offensive line has to prove to me that they can protect that asset such as Russell Wilson. Who's done more or less? Huh? Who's done more with less? Russell um, Russell Wilson. Kyler. I mean, he's a lot older too. Yeah. I mean, and, and, that, and that that contributes to it, absolutely. I just, but he's can't. he's done a lot. He's done a lot more with very little. And Kyler, with I would with, say with that, you know, he hasn't done the same. I would say Russell has a little bit better of an arm. He can't scramble as well as Kyler, or as well can, as he used to. He can scramble though, and he's just smarter at the quarterback position. Yeah, that's you, why I, mean, I choose Russell. I mean, easy. you talk about like especially like in the fourth quarter, if you're up by a touchdown, he knows how to how to milk the clock. You know, as Kyler Murray, he's probably like trying to go, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know. But we need someone that's, you know, that facilitator. You need to be a general yeah. when you need to be a general. Now, okay, before I say this one, okay, all I have to say about this one, it's the future. Mm-hmm. It's not after the 2022 season, okay? Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Or Kenny Pickett. <laughs> or Kenny Pickett. I know it's coming. No, no. Or Trevor Lawrence. Um, future. Future. It's just, it's hard to judge Trevor off of that one the best based season. off of the yeah. first season with no receivers Dude, he it's not even that he had no receivers like he had no weapons his best weapon was benched because of the coach his coach is kicking the kicker in the face yeah. his coach is getting caught on camera at the bar fiddling you know, with girls uh, like is he had so much adversity absolutely. it's like you can't even judge him absolutely. right now bro so but, I, I don't know i'd have to say kyler just because of you know yeah. I'll, 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 I'll go trevor i will i'll have I, to. I think i think down the road I th- his I th- running I back tore his ACL. Yeah. Like, he had so much again, shit he had to like go against. Saying, it's for the future. Do you want to build your? Do you want to build a franchise on Trevor Lawrence or Kyler Murray? What right. I'm trying. To, what I'm trying to say is, they're they're in different situations because I don't trust Jacksonville's franchise at all to do anything for but, Trevor Lawrence. But do you trust Arizona to do anything for Kyler? More than they Jacksonville, a little oh, bit. More than, okay, then more than yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I'd have to say Kyler Murray. I'm going Kyler. Just I'm gonna go Trevor. I'm, if Trevor has another bad season, then I'll start doubting him more. But if he has a better season with his weapons back, yeah, and then with and his running back, back, I mean, especially at the, this year, he has Doug Peterson, I think, is his head coach, and he won a Super Bowl in Philly. So if yeah. if he doesn't perform this year, then that's a problem. Okay, uh, after it, if we came back to this question, maybe at the end of next season, I'll have a different answer. But yeah. right now, I have to say Kyler because that's just a safer bet. Yeah, All right. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go Trevor on this one. Kyler Murray. Or Lamar Jackson? Lamar. 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 They're the same mm-hmm. person, but Lamar. They're the same person. Lamar's faster and he's taller. True. I mean. <laughs> who, who throws better, though? I don't know, because Lamar you sure fucking. Lamar, Lamar has an arm. He just. <sighs> he, he, he doesn't have to use it in the system. Lamar trusts more in his legs than he does his arm. Kyler kind of just has a. Are you trying to say Kyler Murray over Lamar Jackson? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm going to That is wild. He is. I'm only saying it because he, he's on the Baltimore Ravens, and I want to face him for the next five, so years. Oh, my. But, but if, if, if you want to build a franchise right now, Big around Kyler or Lamar, I'm taking Kyler. Why, though? Like, why? Like, why over Lamar Jackson? Because, okay, they, they both. Literally one of the okay. most influential quarterbacks since Michael So, Vick. So, you know, obviously I'll just talk about speed, and that's, that's, that's a big thing. Throwing to me matters. Accuracy matters. And I've watched Lamar Jackson throw. I've watched two games per year when he faces the Pittsburgh Steelers. He cannot throw a football accurately than Kyler Murray can. And that's what I bank on. Accuracy and throwing ability, along with running, matters to me. And Kyler fits all three of those aspects. That's why I got to go with him. You know, having Lamar on my fantasy team last year, seeing all those interceptions kind of hurt me. But at the same time, seeing those rushing yards. (laughs) Made up for it. Made up for it. (laughs) And look, look, he's, he's a great runner of the football. You won MVP, great. But if I need to start a franchise right now and build around him, I'm going Kyler over Lamar. Okay. Kyler or Justin Fields? See, this kind of builds the same as Trevor Lawrence to me. This is the same I'm question. I'm going Kyler on this one. This is kind of that same question. See, you're asking someone that's a, a big Justin Fields guy. Love Justin. But it's just hard. It's easy. I got to say, this is easier to uh, to see what he is with his system than it was Trevor Lawrence. So, in that case, I'll go Kyler. I love I love Justin Fields, but yeah. I trust – if I had a, if I had five years with either of them uh, to yeah. win, I'm going with I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Kyler. I trust, I trust Kyler Murray more than Justin Fields within five years. Now, that's not saying he, he can't be that franchise quarterback under the new system. Absolutely, but right now, you know, towards the future, who 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 do I want right now to build around? It's Kyler. I, at least I think it is. Yeah. All right. Kyler Murray or Mac Jones? I got, I go Kyler. Give me money, Mac, baby. Mm, okay. I think I think Mac Jones' development has a lot to do with his coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so. Too. That's why I'm just kind of like, if he didn't have Bill Belichick as a coach, Kyler Murray would be better. But I'm going to go with Mac Jones just because of the okay. situation he's in. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. If if the situation's right, I'm going to go Mac. But right now, going, going, going forward, I, I would have to go Kyler. Going now, money, Mac. Nothing against Clingsbury. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing, too, is like, Mac obviously made it to the, the postseason. Kyler did as well. But Mac was in a lot favorable a favorable position than Kyler Murray was. Mm-hmm. You know? So if they can build around Kyler, then I trust him a lot more. I, th- I think this one's going to be pretty easy, but I had to put it in. Kyler Murray or Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Give me Joey B. Mm. Joe Shiesty. Good Joe me, Shiesty. Give me B. Going to the Super Bowl a year after tearing your ACL. As a rookie. Mm. Not and even, taking the Cincinnati Bengals? Not even that. The year before it's has the greatest even. season of NCAA history. Yeah. It's not even that. It's the fact that, all right, so as we've been talking, we've been saying that the line matters. Joe's line yeah. sucks. Yeah. He's got sacks. Nine sacks against the Tennessee Titans in the playoffs. Not exactly. Nine sacks in the playoffs, and he the managed he got hurt to win. Because it was bad offensive line. He's managed to win with yeah. the bad line. So yeah. give give me just Joe Burrow and three good receivers. <laughs> I win again. Give me Joe Burrow and the fucking, like, the worst offensive line you get all full of free agents and i'm taking joe burrow every time he gets two more seconds in the pocket 
Jamar Chase is wide open down the sideline. They win the Super Bowl. You give him if you just make him didn't look Jalen at Jalen Ramsey fall down. Oh no! Yep. yep. If you just <laughs> get him crazy. looking in that direction, I think they win it, dude. He, and he's he's just a cold blood killer. Like he wants that moment. You know, yeah, he lives for the moment. And that's that's the scary part about him. He's like, and we we watched it at LSU, but he's just that dude. He's Ky- just built a little bit different. Kyler does not have that same. No, as Joe. absolutely not. He does no, not have that. That's drive. the thing too. Is Joe is like dedicated to. He, he, he doesn't care about social media. He doesn't care about what he wears and things like that. No, he, he's, he's a great dresser and everything. But Kyler, Kyler Murray is more, more worried about personal image than he is about the game of football. And I think that's opposite when it comes to Joe Burrow. Right. Mm-hmm. How's it going? I like that. That was it? Yep. That's that's all I'm going to have. I do like that segment. Yeah. We'll probably got to do like wide receivers next time or something. Y'all let us know if y'all want to see more of that. Would you rather? Would y'all rather? But now we move on from that segment would you rather to congratulating the golden state warriors on winning the national champ or uh, sorry winning the nba finals mm. i would like my apology right here right now you're not getting one why not i apologize whenever i doubted the celtics making the nba playoffs and i can't get apology for sticking with the warriors when y'all like oh celtics and six oh celtics <laughs> and seven when i stuck with them because i don't like rooting for the bad guy no all, 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 I, want is, all, all I want is i'm sorry that's all i want I want to personally you, apologize you, you, to the you, Golden State Warriors yeah, for doubting them. That, okay, that's that's all I want. Yeah, Golden State, not even me. All I want is an apology. I don't. I don't ever root for the bad guy. Oh my god! How are they the bad guy? Because I compare them to another team that I don't like either. Because <clears throat> they're the same. They're the same way. Oh, we're, we're winners. Yeah, I got it. Oh, what's that team, Adam? Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Who is it? It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. He meant to say the Houston Astros. No, I didn't. He's bullshitting yeah, he did. everybody oh, on the way. Oh, man. We lose, the Bills lose to the Kansas City Chiefs every year. Pissing me off. They're the bad guys now. All right, this, this is a basketball conversation. I know. But yeah. y'all asked me, and I gave y'all an answer. I ain't apologizing. All right, so. Uh oh, boy. I had some bold Boston Celtics predictions. <clears throat> Whenever that, whenever the uh, the finals were going down, um, the Boston Celtics, you have let me down. Uh, Jason Tatum, you haven't only let me down, but you let Kobe down. You should be a disgrace to even to even admitting that you trained under him. Um, that's horrible. But congratulations to Steph Curry. Um, this will be the last Dub Dynasty championship. You think so? Is, yeah. Definitely. I don't. I don't. You don't want Steph to hear that. Yeah. Steph hears that. You, he he wanted another one. This is the last one that the Splash Brothers will win together. So you think they separate? Yep. When this year? Mm, I'm getting to that. Oh. So Curry averaged 31.2 points, six rebounds, and five assists while shooting 44 percent from three in the series. Um. Once again, shout out to Steph Curry for not only turning turning his season around, but the team season around. So I I stated in the earlier episodes, um, Steph Curry's shooting numbers look like tour dates, and that was horrible mm-hmm. for being the so-called greatest shooter in the league. But uh, he did it. He did it in the end. Um, Clay he might have not had a lot of play time. He might have not performed like Clay all the time, but he came off two major injuries. Um, Jordan Poole really stepped up. Draymond Green, you, <sighs> I don't even want to get into you. <laughs> The recorded but, podcast. Um, he had more podcasts than points, I'm pretty sure, at one point. Yeah. I believe that Clay is going to get traded within two years, you know, 
four championships and eight seasons speaks volume for the team as a whole. Uh, it speaks even more volume for Steve Kerr and the impact he's had on the game of basketball, not only as a coach, but as a player. So he's up there in the top ranks with the most championships combined. Mm-hmm. Then and you have nine. Yeah, yeah. I, believe, I believe he's right behind uh, Phil Jackson, huh? Yeah, I think so. Come close. I think Something like, five, like that. Five as a player, four as a coach. I don't know. Four. I don't yeah, remember how many like he was with with Jordan. He's got four as a coach, I believe. So it's probably, yeah, probably five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has four as a coach. And then I think, I don't know if he was. Because he won with San Antonio. Yeah, when he got traded. Mm-hmm. So he might have won four with Jordan and then one with San Antonio. Okay. We'll uh-huh. just say nine. I, 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 I know it's nine. I, I just don't I, know how it's broken yeah. down. But, um, shout out to them. Uh, more importantly, I don't want to give any credit to Draymond Green. I don't believe no. he has any right to talk about anybody, including Andrew Wiggins, when I believe this man was a key part in y'all lasting in the finals. Him doing the dirty work that Draymond Green's younger self would do. Mm-hmm. But as at some points in the games, Draymond Green had more fouls than he had points. So mm-hmm. it's like... He had more podcasts than he had points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's all I have to say for the uh, Golden State Warriors winning the championship. And like I said, I, I was the only one that stuck with the Warriors game six to seven. But, you know, that's, that's, that's a story for another day. I actually would make a very bold talk, a prediction right now. The Golden State Warriors going to repeat. Really? Mm-hmm. I think they are. Now that the Lakers get KD and Kyrie. Oh, my God. Stop no. that. No, if he has a point. If they get both of them. Yeah, and that's, that's, just, that's just not even fair. That's... <laughs> Never mind. That's, you know what? That 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 in itself is a whole another discussion for another day. But the Golden State Warriors, you know, they have climbed to the mountain once again, securing the this year's NBA championship after beating the Boston Celtics 103 to 90 in Game Six to win four to two. So after falling four, behind 14 to two early in the first quarter, the Warriors went on a 21 to zero run, the longest scoring run in a Finals game over the past 50 years. The Warriors entered the second half with a 15-point lead and never looked back. Steph Curry led the Golden State Warriors with 34 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists. The Warriors ended up capturing their fourth title in eight seasons, the first team to achieve that since the Michael Jordan era with the Chicago Bulls from 1991 to 1998. And Steph also joins Jordan, Magic Johnson, LeBron James, Tim Duncan, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the only player as the only players with four rings, multiple league MVPs, and a finals MVP. Props to Steph Curry, as well as Klay Thompson, for helping and winning this year's NBA championship. Well, talking about Steph Curry, that brings us to our next topic. Is Steph Curry a top 10 player all time? So, I'm going to take it over from here. Four champions, like you said. How many MVPs? Uh, finals MVP. Two, wait, league MVPs or just final MVP? One. He's, just, he's one. got his. Yeah. Okay. So he has one final MVP. Yeah. Two scoring champs. Eight time All Star. One time All Star MVP. He was part of the 75th NBA anniversary team. He has the most made threes by any player that's ever touched foot on the court. I say, not only is he a top 10 player, I'd even go to go to the. I'd go and fight for him to be a top five player of all time. Right. And I only say that because who would, who would be my top five if I put him in? I'm putting MJ at one, Kobe at two, Le- LeBron at three, him at four, and Shaq at five. Interesting. That's why I, 
I will I will sit here and discuss and argue that he is a top five player of all time. I know it's not a very good opinion, or it doesn't look like a very good opinion to other people, but when you look at what he's accomplished on what team he's accomplished it with, he is dead. He is dead. Ten toes down with the Warriors. Through the worst, through the best. He's been built around by the Warriors. They built that team. They didn't buy that team. They built that team. And he's taken them to the promised land on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Off of his back and his shoot, his three-point shooting. He is a top ten, if not top five player of all time. I uh, Honestly, I'm not the biggest Steph Curry fan, but I, you got a good point, bro. I'll give it to you. But what I want to say about Steph Curry being a top 10 player of all time. So at the start of the season, USA Today Sports ranked Steph Curry at number 15 on the greatest 75 players of all time. Okay, so him going through a shooting slump, Clay's Play-Doh-ass tendons, Draymond having as many fouls as points, and to turn that all around and win the championship, you have no choice but to at least rank him at 10, in my opinion. If he was ranked 15 before the season... I believe he earned that to jump five spots within the season. Um, much less how he's changed the game with the three ball, how everybody's taking up that shot behind the arc because everybody's watching number 30 do it, and he's draining them from the emblem, from the corner, you know, everywhere, double guarded. Um, he brought another way of scoring efficiently to the league with that three balls, and I don't believe we'll see another perimeter specialist like Steph Curry for a while. If ever. Yeah, I mean, for for me, I I think it's it's tough, but I think that he's number ten. I definitely have to place him in top ten. I think he's number ten. The only thing missing, you know, from his resume was that Finals MVP, and he captured it. You know, a two-time regular season MVP, the only unanimous winner of that award, a four-time champion, two-time scoring champion, and how he changed the game of basketball is something that we have never seen before the greatest shooter of all time in Steph Curry has gone to the finals six out of the last eight seasons and has now won four championships in eight years the road to prosperity for me especially in the road to where you had to travel matters you know when he was facing Portland with Dame and CJ with when he was facing the Clippers with Blake Griffin and CP3 and DeAndre Jordan and, and Lob City the Nuggets and Jamal Murray and Jokic and the Spurs with Mono Ginobili Tony Parker and those guys that matters to me now, Adam, I, I know you, you brought up him being in the top five, okay? And I agree with... I know you stepped out. Did you hear what my top five was with him? Yeah, I heard it was Michael first, Kobe second, LeBron third, Steph fourth, and Shaq five. Yeah. Okay? Okay. I was just making sure you heard that. So I knew you stepped out. I, I, I do agree with the first three. I do think it's Michael. I think it's Kobe. And I think it's LeBron. Okay? Hallelujah. Stop that. I can change any day. I'm just <laughs> You mean to tell me that Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Tim Duncan, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain are not top five? Any of those guys are in the top five. Look, this, again, I'm, I'm talking right now. What People I'm, still playing. What I'm thinking. Or right, I mean, in the 2010s. The, the 2010s. This could be recency bias. Because he no, just won a championship. Because he just won his MVP. Larry Bird. Ah. Ooh. Mm. I forget about Larry Bird. The Converse King. The Converse. See, see, here, here's the thing. It's hard. It's so hard. After after three, it's really hard to make no, a list. And it, 
I no, mean, I think I, so I, too. I, I would I would have magic and Kareem. No, after three, it's whenever shit hits the fan, everything goes wild for mm. most people. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously you have an easy. I mean, if I gave you fifteen players, if I gave fifteen of the top players all time to a, a group of one hundred people, Bill Russell, ninety percent of those people are going to put MJ, Kobe, LeBron, top three. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. But yeah. four through fifteen is going to be different for it's almost everybody. I, it, I see what he's saying because no. you put you look at Kareem, you look at Bill, you look at Wilt. You could literally put them in any order. No, and and, and I agree with that, but. I just don't see a scenario where you put Steph Curry over Kareem, over Magic, see, I, I, over Will Chamberlain, I see where over you're Larry Bird, with that because I was Tim even, Duncan. Even I wasn't even I thinking mean, about that. I was I was putting Steph at ten. Yeah, me like, too. Like like for me, it's it's top ten, but it's ten. I'm I'm not going as far as top. I top just don't. Five. I don't think he's changed the game of basketball with the three pointer. But I don't think it's that significant to overlook those players that you named. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously all. Every player that you're going to mention is going to lock him down because he's shorter than all of them. Kareem's bigger than him. Bird's bigger than him. But he can play both sides of the field. Yeah. Both sides of the court. He Who, can, Steph? Steph can play yeah. defense. He can play offense. Yeah, he he can. can shoot from the logo. He can, he can drive, make an easy floater, and one floater. Yeah. But he can play from every part of the field. I understand what you're saying is that Kareem can just dominate you. Bird can just dominate you. Bird, I would almost say Bird... And I mean, I, I I don't remember how Bird was on defense. Was Bird that big of I mean, a defender? I don't see highlights of, of him. I mean, I don't really know. I, so I, I, I just know Bird was a perimeter shooter. Bird. I mean, he's, he was probably a good defender too at that yeah. time. I mean, he was also a, a physical error, so you had to be a pretty a, a pretty good defender. And I think I'm not gonna say that Steph could survive in that era with the way he plays compared to how it's it played couldn't. now, compared to how it was played then. But I just the way Steph plays the game, I think. All right, let me let me put this in your mind. He wins another one. He wins another one next year. And wins another MVP. He'll move up. He's not going top five. He'll move up in the in the ranking though. I right. put him at seven eight. Yeah, if he does that. Yeah. So one more ring, one more Finals MVP, and say he even captures a league MVP. I'll move up to probably seven, six or seven. High as seven. Yeah. All right. Because because for me it's. I would say if he did exactly what I just said, he solidifies no, himself it, it, at four. No, I mean, he's, he's already solidified him in my eyes at the top ten. But those guys, when it comes to Magic and Kareem and Wilt and, you know, all those different guys that came up and had to go through that physical error, that, that matters to me. Now, like you said, could, have, could Steph have survived? Maybe. We don't know. Okay? We, we, we don't know what would have happened if he would have been in that era. But to me, the physicality of it matters. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that you can put Steph Curry over those guys, in my opinion. But but you know to to continue on my point is that yeah, we know that Kevin Durant you know won a few championships with the Golden State Warriors. But the question that became is can Steph Curry kind of capture that Finals MVP? Can he do it with Draymond? Can he do it with Klay Thompson? And he did it. You know so at the end of the day, you know you, you can talk about Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and say oh he had help yeah sure but you need help you know and that, and that, and that's just the the game and, and what it has been for the longest time. You can't it's, it's you know, it's, it's not a one-show kind of thing. So, um, congratulations, you know, to Steph on winning the Finals MVP, and I think that has solidified him in the top ten all time. Also, to congratulate people on championships, congratulations to the Avalanche for taking home the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Almost had it right. I felt like whenever it came game five, I was like, bro, I said it. I said Avalanche in five. 
and they almost took it home after after uh after my florida panthers got knocked out i was like man it's avalanche all the way mm-hmm. but i was i was upset that i i was almost i was this close i was this close game five I, see I, five, see but that, that's, that's where we could you know go you know I, I can apologize for not believing in them you can apologize for not being believing in the warriors that's how it is <laughs> no but it's hockey we don't talk about it's hockey, hockey. Uh, like we talk about hockey but I mean, like it's still sports though you know it's, you know you watch hockey every day <laughs> no. all <Nah>. right <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, I watch it every day. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a big Huge fan. fan. Big Dallas Star fan. I yeah. look up on YouTube hockey compilation fights. Sidney <laughs> Crosby. Sidney yeah. Crosby. And Sidney uh, Crosby. And the okay. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, now we move on from Steph Curry. Now, our reactions on Matthew Fitzpatrick winning the U.S. Open. Longman. Mm. Well, See, so you, you like that. How, how it threw a golf, a golf topic in there. Yeah, it made your boys think. So in terms of the U.S. Open, you know, I, I want to give a kind of a, a list of the top five. Um, Matthew Fitzpatrick finishing at six under. Will Zalatoris at five under. Scotty uh, Scheffler at five under. Hideki Matsuyama at at three under. Really Colin Morikawa at two under. And Roy McIlroy at two under for the tournament. I really thought you were about to say Hideki Matsui. You know? <laughs> Me too. I was getting ready for it. <laughs> like, bro, that man played baseball in the 2000s. Right. No way he's still... So, I mean, the only thing I really have to say from this is just what a phenomenal performance from Matthew Fitzpatrick and winning the U.S. Open. I watched a little bit of it, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And for the most part, Zalatoris was leading throughout the tournament. But Fitzpatrick, you know, kind of prevailed at the end. Um, Fitzpatrick and Zalatoris, you know, were tied in the 15th, on, on the 15th when Fitzpatrick hit his tee shot so far right that I went to the gallery. And at that point, I was like, tough. Yeah, it's, that, that's not looking good for you, but... You know, with a decent line on the grass, you know, he was able to he was able to, to get the job done. His Alatoris missed by only a few yards his tee shot and was buried deep in the grass. So even though Fitzpatrick hit it right, right or left, you know, he was in a favorable position. Did Zalatoris, you see did you see that last that last shot that found that found the green out yeah, of the bunker? Yeah. I, I didn't even see it. I didn't see it on anything but Twitter. And everybody was going crazy yeah. on Twitter about yeah. that shot. Yeah, it was it was definitely crazy because um, I um, I wanted Zalatoris to win if if and like I said anyone that's watching this and you know loves golf don't quote me on this but I think he's placed second in like the last five majors. Tough. Just a just really tough and I wanted to see him win it. He Can't placed finish. like I said if I'm not mistaken second in the 2020 Masters behind Dustin Johnson second or third, so just right there. But he didn't get it done, you know. Um, he had a 15-foot birdie to force a playoff, but he missed it. You know, that was, that was a kind of uh, a tough scene to watch. You know, f- falling to his knee. I think it was on Father's Day, too. So, it, it was it was just very tough. You know, um, he, he ended up shooting Zalator 69 um, throughout the tournament. It was, yeah, stop that. Sorry. It was runner-up. for the, oh, third, That's what it was. Third time in the past seven majors. That's tough. And I think the payoff for that tournament was $3.1, $3.15 million dollars. You know, and that's in a championship that money can't buy. So, um, congratulations to Matthew Fitzpatrick. You know, hopefully this starts something very new and start the trend for you. I mean, I'm not I'm not sitting here watching every major or every open, but I feel like six under. That's pretty. That's pretty high. Yeah. I feel like most mostly every time the game the uh, come Sunday, everyone's like ten under, twelve under. Maybe even if you're lucky, sixteen under. 
I feel like 600 was pretty. I mean, I wasn't watching it every day. Right. I mean, were, the days you were watching it, Loman, did you just see, like, just everyone struggling, basically? Uh, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things that it just depends on the tournament. Like, the U.S. Open, though, I mean, those those guys, they make that course, like, pristine. Yeah. And it makes it the greens faster. It makes the, the fairway a lot tighter. You know, it's it just depends on the major. Yeah. Or it depends on the tournament. And, and this one just, just happened to be one of the biggest ones. Not, not the biggest one, but one of the biggest ones that all was, year. That was just one of the things that just caught my eye was he only won by he only won at six under, which to me was just kind of weird. Right. But we move on from the fairways to the MLB. Before we go mm. to the MLB, can I get an update on what everybody's drinking? Oh, I'm drinking a Cayman. Uh-huh. Cayman, what flavor Cayman? I think this is just regular Cayman. This is the original. Yeah, margarita. original Cayman Jack margarita. What you drinking? I'm drinking a high noon vodka and soda. Vodka and soda. I'm drinking. I'm I'm festive today. I'm drinking the fourth of Fourth of July edition Smirnoff Ice's red white. The right berry. weekend too. Boy, mm-hmm. boy, boy! I'm festive and I'm pretty slapped right now. But mm. let's let's get into the MLB. Right God here. bless the U.S. of A. Yes, yeah, U.S. of A. God bless them. But now we move on to an MLB update, divisional updates. So as our standing stands today, before the game started today, the Mets. We're starting with the NL. The Mets are three and a half above the Braves. Mm-hmm. The Brewers are one game ahead of the Cardinals. The Dodgers are two and a half up on the Padres, but I'm pretty sure they're playing a series this weekend. I think so. So that's, again, I've said it once, I'll say it again. NL West games are always fun to watch. Now, I am angry at the Padres because they <laughs> released their City Connect jerseys and they look pretty trash. That shit mm. looks horrible, bro. It looks like a fucking it, sun tanning bottle. It does not look like... Hey, major league you uniform. Just, you should have seen the Astros. They have like the pants and everything. Like a softball uniform. It's so bad. But like, at least with the the Astros City Connect, like I get it. Yeah. Space City in yeah. Houston, I get it. Makes sense. I like I the colors. I like the colors. Believe it or not, that uniform is probably my second favorite, maybe third, behind Miami and uh, White Sox. The White yeah. Sox have yeah. the south yeah. side with the black and white. Yeah. Those are probably my two favorites in front of Houston. But Houston's, I loved because I just like that all navy with the orange accents. But again, Dodgers Padres, that's a series you want to watch. If you want to watch good baseball, you watch that series. And, and you may see three teams in the, out of the NL West make the playoffs this year. You think so? You, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's it's a possibility. Fernando Tatis is coming back off the I.L. Mm-hmm. I think that the Padres are just going to continuously win. You have the Giants, and you have the Dodgers. And you have the, I'm just kidding. You don't have the Rockies in there. I'm sorry. Dave. Sorry, Dave. They're 14 and a half behind now. It's only because Chris Bryant's hurt. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Make, make, make a few trades at the deadline. You're all right. We just need Fernando Tatis, Bartolo Colon. And Manny Machado. Uh, Manny Machado. Manny Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah. Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Good luck. Mm, Aaron Judge. Nope. Jose Altuve. Nope. Okay. Jordan nope. Alvarez. Wow. Wow. Okay. Creating a super team over there. Yeah, I see that. Yep. You better start trading fans at that point. <laughs> we don't even have good fans. Oh, Met, might I add, did I not call the Mets at the beginning of the season that they were going to have a great April like they always do? How about Max Scherzer pitching in the double A? 
That's just scary for the for those kids. <laughs> those are children. Can, can, I know they were shitting themselves. Can, can you imagine like your development as as a ball player and he, you know, the manager walks in and goes, "Hi right, guys, facing Max Scherzer tonight." You're like what? who? What? Whoa! Who? What? What the fuck? What, what was that skip? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Am I in the lineup? Yeah. Can you take me out? Uh, ah, back pain. Ah, back pain. <laughs> back pain. Oh, uh, I don't think I can uh, play tonight. Uh, lower back pain, shoulder injury. Can I go take a picture with him? <laughs> but like, I got back pain. <laughs> Like, I, I called mm. it. The Mets were going to have a great April and start going down. And that's exactly what they're doing. They, this happens every year. Then Nothing ever good happens to the Mets. So you mean to tell me the Mets aren't the best team in the NL right now? No. I'd say if the Braves, oh if, if the okay. Braves and the Mets okay. play right now, the Braves are winning. Okay. Especially if Kyle right. Wright's pitching. Right okay. Yeah, right now, but yeah. But I was I I think the Mets are still the best team in the Once in the I NL. see Degrom come back, once I see Scherzer come back and go to form, maybe I'll believe in them wow. a little bit more. Okay. But the Braves, wow. the Braves will wind up winning. It's happened. With the NL, ev- what? Yeah, the NL East. Yeah. It no, happens every year. Yeah. Nothing good happens to but, the Mets. But they're you, they're you franchise. cannot sit there and say that the Mets still aren't that one of the top two teams in the NL, in the NL. You can't top or, or the second best. You can't. Not with the NL West. Oh. Not with the NL West, dude. They can't compete against the fucking Padres and the Dodgers. Are you? They don't have depth. Just move on. Just move on. We know cause we're, <laughs> no, because we're, we're, we're going to start. No, just, just move on. I want to wow. go next after he's done. Wow. Well, we move on to the AL. The Yankees are 12 and a half up on their division rival, the Blue Jays. The Twins are one game ahead of the Guardian. Stupid name. Which is crazy because the Twins are forty three and thirty six, and the Guardians are thirty nine and thirty four, and they're only one game above them. You know, before you said that, like as you were talking, I looked at it and I was like, "That's weird. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. I don't like it. No, I don't like that at all. That, oh, oh, I'm like now I got now I have that weird ick feeling because mm. of looking at that. Mm. That just hurts my feelings looking at. And then you move on to the AL West. The Houston are eleven and a half games in front of the Rangers. We're below five hundred. Okay, so is really? every other team did, in the AL Okay, West. okay. Re, did, did you really have to bring that up? I'm just looking at it. Really? Uh, now, now you got me looking at all these stats so, because so, of the. So the when the Yankees the were in first place and half the teams were below five hundred, you didn't say a damn word. But now the Astros are eleven games. When? Mid April. Yeah. Yes. Early, yeah. Early. Early in the season. Whenever. Oh, we we were so high on the Yankees. Oh yeah. Because yeah. Look. Look at the division we're in. You know. We're we're gonna swipe. We're we're, we're gonna go through that division. No problem. Yeah, they're below 500. And, and now, then we, oh, now it's oh, the beginning oh, of July. Hey, 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 look at the Red Sox. Look at the Blue Jays. Look at all these teams that are above 500. And look at the Ash. Like, really? That's like, I, I could have said the same thing about the Angels, but I didn't. Because you know, I know what's going to happen with the Angels. I said it at the beginning of the year. Okay, but I'm not the one that's sitting up here bra- bragging about that we're, we're 11 and a half games or ha- however many games we're above over a bad team. But you sit there and you say, oh, yeah, we're, we're above the, the bad teams and everything. You know that they're going to be good. You know that that's going to continuously be better. So why why are we why are we why are you talking about that? Like wh- why did you have to bring up that the fact that there are eleven and a half games? Because you got my eyes looking at team. stats. Once I saw that there's forty that the Twins are forty three and thirty six, okay, and then you, the Guardians you, are thirty nine and thirty four. You could have said that there are eleven and a half games in the AL West. You you did not have to bring up that it was over the Rangers and the y'all are playing the, Mar- the NFC East and, of and, all. And not to mention the Angels are like. The fourth team, the fourth best team in the division. So I don't. If you're an Angels fan, I'm sorry, but that wasn't going to work out anyway. Yeah, that's tough. But you did not have to bring that up. You, you just didn't. But 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 you had to. 
Yeah. But you had to. Like I'm going to say that the Yankees are seven games in front of the Houston Astros of being the one you, seed in the no, MLB. You, you, you did that because the, the Astros um, are playing in a terrible division. No, because the Astros beat up on the Yankees this past weekend. And then they just beat them last night. That's probably why you brought it up. Yeah, and a good game. Two to one. And then the series, the four-game series was two to two. I didn't two. hear nothing from you at the last night. I, I didn't say nothing last night. Yeah, I didn't tell you anything either. But that was I, a I good know, game. But, but I know damn well that that was flipped around. I, I would have I heard everything. I'll tell you that right now. If it would have been a, a bad I, game I heard, and something I good everything. happened, yes. I would have heard everything last night, but I didn't say nothing. Even though... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're not the one trapped in a fucking group chat with two other Astros mm. fans, are you? Mm. No, you're not. Don't blame that on me. I'm not the one that created that. I don't have a group chat with don't, me, Thomas, and you. Do I? Don't, no, don't, I don't. No, no, because that, that's not on me. Don't, first of all, don't bring that on me because that was not me. Second of all, you, you contribute <laughs> to it. You no, contribute just I, as much as I, him. I, I didn't. I didn't start the message though. I don't care. So, so, so don't. Bl- no, 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 no. Don't blame that on me. Don't blame that on me oh. at all. Oh, you. No, combine, no. You shut out. Blame the one that started the group message. That and who was that? Cade. Okay, okay. Why are you blaming me? All I, all I you do is contribute. If you say, you know, this is I, wrong. I didn't start the message. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I don't care if you started. You contributed. So you 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 expect me to just stay silent? I can. I want yeah, you exactly. to. So what? No, 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 no. I can't talk. No, because I can't talk. That's number one. Number two is you you you're you. I, I didn't hear nothing yesterday. I didn't hear nothing. But I, I could have. Because it was a good game. No, no, no. no. I could have went on yesterday. They didn't. <laughs> They they didn't they couldn't beat the Astros without Jordan Alvarez, Jeremy Pena, and Michael Brantley in the lineup. Ah. And you you lost against our fifth fourth best pitcher in our rotation. And I didn't say a word. I was sat back and I said, you know what? Great. We won. On to the next one. But I know if I would have if the Astros would have lost yesterday, oh my phone would have been blowing up. Huh? <laughs> it would have been blowing up, right? At home? Right. Oh yeah, it would have. <laughs> Fucking right. Yeah, and I said we don't have Jeremy Pena or Jordan Alvarez, but you couldn't beat us without him. That stacked lineup that you got with Judge, with Stanton, Rizzo, you still can beat us. Without your Don. You done? Without your Don. You done? Without Jeremy Pena. I, I guess with, you're with, not Without Michael Brown. That's, that's all I'm saying. I mean, with I, what? With what? Verlander. Thirty-nine nine years old. Oh, I'm, don't, don't, don't worry. I'm going to get it to him. Don't worry. <laughs> don't you worry. What, what did I tell you while we were going shopping today at Total Wine? I said, you know what, Loman? Yesterday was probably the first Yankee loss against the Astros that I was like, you know what? We lost. Because you want to... Mm. Did I not? Make, make Did, I not say better, better. Did I not say that? No, because yes, no, 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 yes no, or no, 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 yes or no, yeah, no, you did. Okay, no, 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 that's I don't know why you bring that up because you're making it sound no, like every time the Yankees lose to the Astros, I have to make several excuses. No, I said, I said that was the first game that we lost to the Astros that I was like, you know what, we got beat. No, because because you want to make yourself feel better that you didn't, you couldn't beat us without our, our key guys in the lineup. That's you know, it was a great game, man. It, it was absolutely it was a great game, but. Hey, you know we couldn't beat you without your, your key guys in the lineup. But I'm not gonna say anything. That was a great game, though, just to make yourself feel better. And that, that's okay. That, I that's mean, all right. If you want to make yourself feel better okay. after a team that's been playing for two and a half weeks straight of baseball against the Rays, the the Blue Jays, the Rays again, y'all. The Rays are not okay. You you want to bring up the Rays? Really, half their teams on the IL. Are you are you serious right now? Really? A you, team you, above 500. Yes, you, I do want to bring that you, up. You want to bring up that lineup that is half of their guys are on the IL? We went to Tampa. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry, that away games are apparently easier than home games. Mm. Sorry, forgot about that. So we're playing two weeks straight of base, two and a half weeks straight of baseball, and you want to you want to start talking about oh we weren't playing with this team this 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 and this. I'll, I'll give you the Blue Jays. I'm definitely not giving come, you the Rays. Come October, come October, when we oh, get a break. Don't you don't you start? No one, no one. Don't don't you, you start? You want to make October. a bet? You want to make a bet? Don't you start with October? Do you want to make a bet right now? Go for it. Right after the All Star break, they play doubleheader. Who? Astros Yankees in why, Houston. Why, why? 
Yes again, or no? Do you want to make again, a bet? Adam? What does the regular season like? It's it's okay to win games and, and get a favorable. You're not answering no, the no, question. No, 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 no. I no, I am. It's okay to win games and get a favorable a favorable position in October. Why do I care about the, the postseason? Why not make a bet when come of uh, the regular season? Why not make a bet come postseason time? I'm not, I don't care about the regular season. The regular season builds up for the postseason. It do does. you not know that? No, it, no, it does. But at the same time, I, I know what my team's going to be. They're going to be second. They're gonna, okay. <laughs> second. Okay. And they will be. They'll be in the playoffs. But come October time, I know what my team's about. I don't know what yours is because apparently you, you can't beat us in October. And, that, and, that, and, and that's the issue is that you want to talk about the regular season. You better be worried about the postseason because if, if, if that, that team that I saw over the, over the weekend – over that four game set, the worst baseball we've played all season. It still took two Again, and four. Whoa, 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 wait. Against who? Wait, against who? So, wait, you you, you want to chime in? Against who? Against who? Against who? There against you? who? Let's hear, it. Let's hear it. I know, and 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 and, I, and I'll get it to my my final take. Don't don't you worry about that. And I'm gonna bring up a very important point. But if you expect your team to win in the postseason after what I saw over the the four game span and last night. Are you are with, you gonna with, tell me with with McCullers coming back and Oda Rizzi coming back with a seven man rotation and a in that rotation that we, in that bullpen question. we have? Good luck. I have a question. Good luck. Christian Christian Javier, correct? That's his name. Yeah. How are you not gonna How are you not gonna keep him in your lineup with Oda Rizzi? Okay, well, he, he will be. I'm, I, I, I just said that six or seven man rotation. No one's gonna be happy with the six or seven man. That's what we're gonna have. Verlander is not gonna have a week off in between starts. Okay. Are you fucking so, kidding me? Oh, oh wow. So, we're, we're, well, okay, we'll, we'll put Oda Rizzi in the bullpen, okay? Not a big deal. So, you mean to tell me you're going to beat us with Verlander, with Valdez, with Garcia, with uh, Lance McCullough when he comes back from injury, with um, Jose Arquiti, and with... You said Valdez already? Val, yeah. I'm trying to think it was, I can't. I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> I can't think of it. But the, the sixth guy that, that we have... Oh, Christian Javier. I don't know why I didn't say his name. Christian Javier? You mean to tell me that you're going to beat us with, with that six-man rotation? When, when Lance McCullough's when, when what Lance happens McCullough's when comes back? Out. What happens when you pull him in the seventh? Oh, we got a bullpen right behind us. Really? The bullpen that gave up two walk-offs? That bullpen? No, the only mm. time you ever led in the game was when you went the two walk-offs. We, we, mm, I'm, 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 I'm going to bring this up in my final take. Okay? That bullpen. But you want to bring up the walk-off? Yeah. Great. Go ahead. Two of them. Only time you Both ever led. The same player. Only time you ever led in the series. You didn't lead one time. Who was that player, Adam? Aaron Judge. Ooh. MVP. Ooh. Big 99. Congratulations. You let in two innings out of the however many so games we played over the year, over the weekend. Know what that says? Congratulations. Know what that says? Two wins in the win column. Mm, congratulations. Really? Know, what that, know what that ends up if, in the playoffs? If two you wins e- in the win column. If you expect your team to beat the Houston Astros after the way you played over the weekend. The worst baseball wow. the Yankees have played Good luck. all season Good luck. long. And we take two or four. Good luck. I'll take that every day. Good luck. Everything that happened over, over over the weekend just proved to me what I already know about my team. Look, you're not even making. You don't want to make a bet for the team, for for Cause, the cause game after the uh, All Star. Because I don't care. I don't. If you want to make a bet, make me a bet about the postseason when it comes. Because that's when it matters. Why would I be talking about October when I'm not talking about? I want to talk about two weeks from cause, now. Because we know not we we know six what, months from now we know where both our teams are going to be in October. They're going to be in the playoffs. So why not make a bet when it comes postseason time? Because it's closer. Oh my god, dude! Good, get the, get out of here with that. <sighs> I'm just saying those two games. Well, I want I want to watch them. That's all I got to say. I'm okay, not going to go say anything it. about them, but go for it. I'm going to watch them. Heavily. And, and and I know if, if if we win, I'm not saying nothing, but I know damn well if you, if y'all take both of them, well, I'm not gonna hear the end of it. God, and that's the and, that, and that's the issue. Go ahead though, Dave. You got anything about 
the MLB before we get on to our second to last. All right, so I just want to go through the updated MLB standings. Um, the AL East and the Yankees lead 56-20. Uh, AL Central, Twins 43-35. AL West, Astros 47-27. NL East, Mets 47-29. Um, NL Central, Brewers 44-33. NL West, Dodgers 46-28. Um, I just have a few points for this. The Yankees have more comeback wins than they do losses. The Astros throw hmm. a combined no hitter against. Um, Was yeah. that? Wait, wait, wait. Say it. Um, wait, wait. It's happened. Wait. Against the New York whoa, whoa, whoa. Yankees. Wait, wait. Is, is, isn't that the, the the best offense in the league, though? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, um, wait. Who was pitching? Christian Javier. And Christian Javier is. Fourth, yeah, got it. Fourth, fifth best. I no rotation. Got it. <laughs> he shouldn't be. I have. I He's have. your second best. Picture. You know what's funny though? I, I hate to cut you off, but the Astros have spent a total of one hundred forty thousand dollars on Valdez, Luis Garcia, Hold on. Jose Arquiti. One hundred and forty thousand dollars. One hundred forty thousand dollars. You can look that no up. No way. Go ahead, Dave. It's not even me being an angry fan. There's just no way ahead, you Dave. pay for so many players for under a million. Go ahead, Dave. Keep going, dude. Um, hold about it. I'm sorry. I, I literally just found. Never it. mind, dude. I just had. I just had two more points. Uh, watch out for Tommy Pham and the Rockies are still better. Yeah, Tommy Pham yeah. be swinging. Yeah, yeah. The Houston He's Astros the king of base have hits. spent hundred and forty thousand dollars on Frambois Valdez, Christian Javier, Luis Garcia, and Jose Jose Arquiti combined. You hey. spent three hundred twenty-four million on one pitcher. Who's providing? Who's providing? Them providing the game. We played them. Ooh, you're right. Didn't provide him mm. a note in the combined shutout. You're right. Uh mm. he's only provided, you know, two years of play in his nine year contract. Oh. Mm. Oh God. I'll give it to go ahead. Oh, I'm still lost game. Oh mm. no, he gave a one pitch. Oh no. Oh. oh, but he didn't win you on championship. Oh no. That guy. Oh. You know, the Yankees can spend all this money. You know why? Because we're winners. Mm. They've been winners. So they can spend all the money. They yeah, have money to. Yeah, they, they've they've been winners in the regular season. Not nothing to show for in the postseason. I mean, the reason why we can spend so much money and still have money left over is because of our dynasty. Oh wait, oh uh, trust me, I'm I'm gonna bring how much money y'all spend since 2010. Don't 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 you worry about that. And our, do we have fi- do don't we have financial problems? Do we have financial problems in New York? No, doesn't accumulate to, to championships though. Apparently. Yeah, but we can still go out. Would you, I mean, basically, what your point right now is that you don't have to spend money for uh for I mean, talent. I really which don't. You don't. Yeah. But we can spend money for talent, that's just, that's just, that's just and a, then buy more talent. That's just a testament to our development and our and our player development and team staff. That and we the have. fact that y'all always win your division, even though you had to switch divisions mm. earlier in your uh, mm. franchise because y'all weren't winning in the NL East or oh, sorry NL Central. Wow. Yeah. So y'all had to switch divisions to go to the AL West, which yeah, is a very you, weak division. You, and then you, you, act, in the you act as if we were the best team in that division right when we got in it. We were god awful. Yeah, when we got because into that division, still basically NL Central. No, we entered into AL, AL West with the Angels and the Mariners, all, all those different teams, better than us. I'm losing 100-plus games a year. So did that one year, maybe two. Are you? We've had the – no, 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 no. <laughs> Y'all joined in 2012. Have, have, We're terrible in ha, 2013, Having the 2014. first and second overall pick for the last five six, however, five, six years straight, that's not doing it for one year. That's doing it for five, six, seven consistent years of being very bad. You're Just very bad. bad. Two years oh going in the AL. Okay. That's right. 13 and 14. Just, just move on. Wow. My God. Someone that hasn't watched games, I don't watch the Astros at all. Okay, God, go ahead. Guess you're right. Never watched baseball in my life. Yeah. No, the Astros in particular. But go ahead. No, just yep. move on. Move Definitely on. didn't live. 
three hours away the yep. whole time. Yep. All right, oh but we God. move on to my experience in the National College Football – or, sorry, National Baseball. God, I am drunk and pissed. In the NCAA World College World Series for baseball, I went to that. It was fun. I got to say, it was a blast. I went to 10 games and learned a lot about myself. How much you pay for beer? Bro, too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> and only one, only one concession stand sold Bud Light. And that was always the one directly across the whole entire stadium. Th- did it come in the can or they put it in the little... No, it was uh, always cans. Okay. I don't know if they put it like in, the, in like a... No, they didn't put it in a plastic cups. thing or something. Yeah. Bro, so that pissed me off. That the only place that sold Bud Lights was across the way from me every night. And they sold they sold cores at every yeah. single concession. I don't drink cores. Oh my gosh! I drink Bud Light, Budweiser. I had to settle for Miller Light. Pretty pretty. I often. hate Miller. I did too, but it was better than cores. Nope. I also learned this that women that Dude, grow you up through that like a dog, bro. I'm fucking pushing through this. Mm. I'm like, I'm going to drown before I stop drinking. That's, that's sad not, to hear. No, that's um, that's, that's make sure sad. that's not gonna happen. Very sad to hear. I got a life vest. Continue, listen, Adam. Listen, women in the Midwest grow up different. Okay, they're all like NBA, WNBA athletes up there, which is insane. Like I take it, I take, I I don't take into consideration that women grow like more than five eight down here in Louisiana, bro. Six two is like the minimum over there. I was looking up at most people in the Midwest. It is crazy. Another thing I found out about myself. Nothing that turns you off like a tall woman, huh, Adam? I, I don't want to look up. <laughs> oh, man. Another, Dude, that, uh, I've all got priorities. Another thing is is that all, all people that come from Arkansas are just terrible. I hate Arkansas. <laughs> the state. Just the whole state. Like, it was like, oh, that's, that's a pretty woman over there. I'm going to go talk. Oh, she has an Arkansas shirt on. I'm going to veer away from it's just horrible. I hate all people from Arkansas. And then they have that twang. I don't like it. But game one was OU versus A&M. Kyler Murray was there. Speaking of, speaking of the devil, Kyler Murray was there. Um, you got a picture with him? No. He was, he was in like this priority section. Mm. He was wearing a bucket hat and everything. He was, he was really just hiding away from everybody. Mm. Like the camera showed him and he kind of like waved and then ducked off. Uh, we did have a flyover. That was cool. I love flyovers. Um, it was hot as balls. And, it, and this is a this is a trend. Every day, it is, every day game was ninety five plus. Damn, it was hot. Where were y'all sitting? We were sitting in the shade. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> thank God for Jeff. Thank God, thank God for sitting in the shade. Because if we were in the sun, it was a nightmare. Um, we sat next to A and M fans. They were terrible. Mm. Um, I'm not surprised. Gigum is a horrible. That's a horrible yeah. word. Gigum. That is the worst. Um. And that night, I wore my, I wore my Judge jersey. I wore a jersey like four times. I wore Judge Beltran. I wore my Cuban jersey, and I wore, uh, I don't think I wore another jersey. I might have. I don't remember. Oh, I wore my uh, Sandlot jersey. I got four compliments. I even met the guy who gave Aaron Judge his Silver Slugger award. Solid. He was like, he was like, oh, you like Judge? I was like, yeah. He goes, I got a picture to show you. I was like, this is weird, but okay. And he's like. This is me. This random dude just came up to you and just... Oh, he saw me wearing the Judge jersey. Okay. I was like, okay, you're just showing me a picture. This is weird. And then he was like, this is me giving Judge his... And I was like, 
So you met Aaron Judge, and like I went on this like conversation with him, but it was kind of funny. Uh, oh, you did win that game, thirteen to eight. Uh, next game was the night game, Texas Notre Dame. Peyton Manning was there. Mm. That was cool. The forehead warrior. Um, I got a free poster waiting to get in line. This Notre Dame guy was just passing out like Go Irish posters. I got it in my room. Me and Jay both got one. Kind of cool. Um, I took a picture of the line behind us because of how big it was. It was kind of. I'll show you all the picture after. And then uh, the wave is the best thing. Like, all right. You could absolutely hate the person next to you, and you're doing the wave together. (laughs) Like, there's a certain bond the wave brings upon people. Like, to get 8,000 people together in harmony, to not argue with each other, to hate each other at one point, and do the wave the next, that's the best. And also horns down because they did end up losing that game seven to three um on the way out of that game someone did ask me because that was i was also wearing my judge jersey for that day too they uh they asked me they were like hey who's the best player in the game and i said the guy on my back he goes damn right and i was like all right cool what a weird conversation i just had with this (laughs) random guy uh then i went to game three it was arkansas stanford i was pulling for stanford they went oh two i'm sad about it don't like it i hate arkansas again gotta reinstate really don't like arkansas um their pig suey or whatever the fuck they say horrible it sounded the first time they did it it sounded like there was tornado warnings going off (laughs) like i was really worried because like everyone was raising their hands i was like whoa i was like bro are we about to have a tornado around here like i'm scared we're in nebraska those things just happen around here um they ended up winning 17 to 2 i'm upset I was upset about that. Um, Ole Miss Auburn. I also I, I give a plus two to any girl that loves Ole Miss. Go Ole Piss. Because Ole Miss women are just plus two. Plus if you No comment. Mm. No okay. comment. Mm. Auburn, quiet. Auburn needs to pick a mascot. I'm tired of hearing War Eagle, Tigers. You pick one. You don't get two. You pick one. It's go Tigers, go War Eagles. You pick one. It, I can't tell you how many times I got pissed off because someone was like, oh, go War Eagles. Go Tigers. Angry. Absolutely angry. That one was, uh, that that game ended up 5-1, Ole Miss. Also, I won't go through all the games, but this one, this one in particular really caught my eye because we had some, me and Jacob sat in seats without our parents, and in this one, these people behind us were terrible. They didn't know a lick about baseball. You should have shoved the fucking Coney in their eye socket. Bro, the, I, I wrote down a couple things they said. First off, they were explaining how three strikes work to one another. Wait, Why how, the how fuck are they at the College World Series? Wait, 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 they were explaining how three strikes work? Yes. They were explaining the three strikes. What is there to, what is there to explain? It's the umpire's it's a so strike. There's and one. It's a, it's a strike. There's two. There's yeah. three. And once you get the third one, then you have to go back to the is that, is that Was, was that the, was no, that once the conversation? Again, Why oh, the fuck those were you at the College oh World Series? God. You don't know how the baseball works? How, why are you oh at the college World Series? One of them asked, is this where the final game's played? Oh, my gosh. Oh. If, if you're listening to this, don't ever go back to the College World Series. Then, that, them, one of them, them in particular. So, the game was like 3 nothing at one point, And someone's like, oh, yeah, it's a barn burner. I was like, you have no idea what a barn burner is. It is a three-run lead in baseball. Go, please go away. One of the girls uh, behind us had... Uh, Actually, no, I can't say that. That was that's I shouldn't have wrote that down. That's just mean. <laughs> say it, say it. No, say it. no, that's <laughs> tell us after. 
I definitely that's 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 a behind the scenes right there um one of them was just like boston is just not a vibe that i agreed with out of all the things they said with boston was not a vibe was definitely what i agreed with um oh this one this one hurt i told jacob and my mom after this and they were like they shouldn't be allowed back in baseball games they asked this is this is the last one i'm gonna go through they they asked each other does the catcher hit (laughs) (laughs) fuck bro i nearly turned around at that one does the catcher ever hit literally almost lost my shit are people in omaha like just oblivious to just sports i mean or baseball in general and i was also hearing them talk they had tickets to multiple games they were going i don't know how people that's people who just have enough money to just blow it away and don't know what to do with it yep when i heard were they drunk no no they had maybe a beer in them that might have been enough but i was like bro you did not just ask does the catcher hit i literally almost lost my shit a more reasonable question would be does the pitcher hit yeah that would have been a great question yeah because that's, that's not but a why the catcher like bro is, is he just supposed to catch and that's it like, <laughs> like like what do you expect i guess so wait wait the catcher doesn't hit but the pitcher hits is that what is that where they were going I, I mean look if i had if i wasn't two beers down yeah i i'd have, I'd have gone off on him mm. but i had i had to hold it in something to level you out that's what they that's what that's they what made I, me I drink around they made me drink more i almost started a game that every dumb question they asked i'd take a sip i'd have been plastered mm. I'd have been, I'd have been, I had a drug out of the state. Jacob would have had to carry me out. Mm. Um, the next game was Texas, Texas A&M. That was a fun little Texas matchup right there. Uh, one of the only notable things about that is they played the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse song at some point. And all I could think was Matt and the Xbox party. Mm. Oh my gosh. A&M did win that game, 10-2. In, inside right there. That's a little inside knowledge right there. Notre Dame OU. It was fun to watch through two. I ain't gonna lie. And then after two. It became not fun because mm. uh, OU did win. I don't like OU either. Right. Don't let, don't, let's not get this twisted. Uh, I saw some of my STM friends, some baseball players that weren't, you know, part of the Ole Miss crew. Um, and Hudson Street was there. Hudson Street. Oh, is, is well, uh, Hall of, is, I don't is, isn't he, he the pitching coach for Auburn? He's not. I think. Some, oh, Tim he, Hudson is. Tim Hudson, maybe. Who's H- Hudson Street? Is a relief. Was a relief pitcher for the A's way back when. Oh, I was, I was confused. He was really good. I had the only reason why I knew him is because he's on my Diamond Dynasty team. <laughs> um, there was a guy at the end of our aisle though was playing a crossword puzzle during the game. I was like, then why did you come? Why did you come with a newspaper? Why did you come play crossword puzzles? That's like the people. that's like the people that come to games and like bring binoculars and like headphones, like just oh, watch yeah. it on TV for all that shit. Yeah. I mean, this guy was like literally just like ruffling the paper, put like bro. The game is right in front of you. Watch it. We in foul ball territory. Mm-hmm. Be ready. Get, fuck around, get knocked out. Um, <laughs> Auburn Stanford was kind of fun. We were in the club level for that. Thank, shout out Jeff. Uh, shout out Mr. Jeff. There was a hot mom in front of us. Me and Jacob both looked at each you other. Like to risk it? Oh, bro. If she if she was for alone, the biscuit. If she was alone, me and Jacob both looked at each other. And she went away, and Jacob goes. Damn, I said, damn, Jacob. Hey, you right? Hey, bro, you hey, know, you was, know she's bad if Jacob says, I about, damn. I was about to say that. Uh, Jacob was all about it. I was like, like that, Jacob? And he was like, If yeah. Jacob <laughs> says, damn, you... <laughs> that's 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 another story for another day. Bro, whenever he said that, I was like, okay. We, we, we on the same page, Jacob. We on the same page. 
Uh, Ole Miss, Arkansas again. I don't like Arkansas. I counted how many times they did a pig suey chant. It was 10. 10 times hearing a fucking air horn go off. It was all offense. The people behind us, oh, God. They're, I won't say they were as worse as the, the first uh, game I was talking about, but they thought that three unassisted, which was U3, they thought that that meant that, well, that's how the scoreboard had it, U3. Yeah. And the people behind me and Jacob thought that that meant the guy was over three. I feel, I feel like people I just like, ask stupid questions just I was to like, be, I was like, not be only, funny. I was like, not only did you ask that, but if you look up, there's only one at-bat. That's U3. There is not three at-bats. How did you take U3 and think that's 0 for 3? How? How? That really, that really had me for a, for a loop. I also emphasize again that the wave is the coolest thing in the world on this one. Ole Miss did take that one. Game 9 was uh, A&M, Notre Dame. Notre Dame lost. I was really excited for them. Uh, oh, my God. The person next to us. Every time there was a mound visit would say party on the mound, someone's coming out. That doesn't rhyme. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. This he makes okay, whatever. He yeah. was off them canned beers. Mm. That's what he was off of. I was like, he, that doesn't rhyme. Please please stop. He's probably the one that was there from like seven. Them fucking ten or like yeah. the ten dollar beers they serve at fucking college games. He mm. had to be twelve years old. He oh, was never, he was literally he was literally chanting out stuff you say in like rec ball. Mm. I was like, please. Parents thought it was hilarious, but No, you know. the parents were going on with it. The parents That's were saying all the chance. Two out rally. Shut up. This isn't T ball. This isn't T ball. This is the college ball series. Yeah. I was He's broke, a grown man. Losing my mind. Also, this is for everybody. Huh? That's that was the last game we went to. This is for everybody. This is a PSA to everybody. If you're not behind the plate, if you're not an umpire, if you're three hundred feet out, you cannot call balls and strikes. I don't want to hear, oh bro, you are four hundred feet from home plate. On the right, on the left, you cannot call balls and strikes. Unless you're watching at home. That is the only time you can call balls and strikes. You cannot call from the left field foul line. I'm tired, sick and tired of people trying to call those strikes and balls. Talk to them. You cannot see it. It pisses me off day after day. It really irks me. Every single call. Oh, come on, Blue. How did you not see that? How did you see that? How did you see that call and I didn't? Right. How did the blue not see that call and you did? Right. You're not watching it. And then the guy behind is like, oh, yeah, my dad was watching that at home. He said that ball was outside. <laughs> Bitch, go home. Mm. Go home and watch go it. Go off on him. Ooh, that one, that one was what really got me. That, those people, A&M fans are stupid. I hate them all. Mm. That's all I got to say about the World Series. Thank you, Jeff Bloom, for getting us those Shout seats. out, Mr. Jeff. Thank you for bringing me out to Omaha, Nebraska. College baseball is definitely the way to go. Absolutely. I love college, college sports baseball. in general. Yep, absolutely. But we move on to final takes. Our final segment of the day. Well, I'm going to take it away. So I want to give a quick analysis of the six-game road trip the Astros just faced against the best AL and NL teams. So first off, I want to start off by saying, I can't wait till October. If this is the the ALCS championship game. It's gonna be fun. Second thing is, I want I want to say is I'm surprised Jose Altuve hasn't bought a home in New York because he absolutely owns the Yankees. I mean, it's, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I, I, I mean, was waiting on it. I mean, it's it's it's, it's the it's, Yankees it's, own the Astros all time. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna respond to that. Okay. Good. Um, you shouldn't because you're wrong. No, I'm not. <laughs> not even close. 
Uh, the Astros starters dominated the best offense in the league and the best offense in the league, best of the best bullpen in the league. Astro stars allowed five runs while the Yankee stars allowed 13 runs. Not to mention getting no hit by our fourth best pitcher, but that's a story for another day, as I just said. Come on, no uh, two, it's still no hitter. The two teams played 37 innings total of baseball. Damn. The Yankees and the Astros. The Yankees held a lead in zero of those innings. The only time they led it was on the, on the two walk-offs. Damn. The Astros led in the other 30, 35. And still lost two. Mm. Damn. Still led. The Yankees have spent over $2 billion since 2010 to not even make it to the World Series. Damn. Astro Stars versus the top two scoring offenses. That is the New York Yankees and the New York Mets. In eight starts, they went six. Y'all played your ground? Six. Oh. 54 innings pitch, 1.5 ERA, nine earned runs, and 47 strikeouts. And then to finish this off, as I've said numerous times on this, Justin Verlander coming off of Tommy John surgery at the age of 39. The stats versus the New York Yankees and the Mets. A .60 ERA, 15 innings pitch, 6 hits, 1 earned run, 2 walks, and 9 strikeouts. But... Against who? Both of them? Yeah, against both of them. But this is going to be very fun. I thought you were if this is just one team. I was no. Like, if this is the AOCS championship preview, then get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. T.O. What was it? Ocho and T.O.? Yeah, T.O. I think it was T.O. I think it was T.O. T.O. Get your popcorn <laughs> ready. All right. My final take, if I wasn't already pissed off enough, these four topics that I'm about to blast real quick for my final take absolutely drove me over the last couple of weeks, over the time we've been off. First off, Casey Close should be arrested for what he did to Freddie Freeman. From withholding information what a bitch. about going back to the Braves, he should be ashamed. He should he should resign and he should he should have a public shaming, honestly. I'd even say not apology, public shaming. That is terrible. That is a terrible thing to do. To withhold information from someone who absolutely loves the Braves, who cried in the press conference, who was emotional during his return, who does not want to be in LA, you're gonna withhold information from them so you can, bro, go away. You're the worst. Another thing, UC, USC and UCLA moving to the Big Ten, absolutely horrible. How are you gonna? How is that conference gonna work? How is that conference gonna work? You're taking two of the best teams from the Pac-10 or yeah, Pac conference, and you're gonna move them to the Big Ten. How is that gonna work? They're gonna have to play. Games in December, in November, in Michigan, in Ohio, in Pennsylvania. They're going to have to travel across the country. That's terrible. That's not how conferences should work. But you know what? We're going to save that topic for another day. <laughs> another thing. The Blue Jays having six All-Stars. Toronto. Are you kidding me? You're telling me six players deserve to be All-Stars. No, no, no. no. I count it. Six. Their catcher, Alejandro Kirk. Okay. Their he's all right. I don't first think he's... Their first baseman, Vladdy? Okay. Bo? Uh, maybe not this year, but he's, is he an all-star player? Yeah. Their second baseman? Are you shitting me? I don't even know who the second baseman is. My point exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My point exactly. Exactly. No, I... Jose Altuve, Glaber Torres. One, two. That, that should have been easy. Guriel Jr. in the outfield? 
over who the AL has for outfielders? Are you kidding me? That's a joke. Springer deserved it. I mean, Springer deserves it. I don't disagree. But Uriel Jr., that's terrible. Just because you're one team in one country and there's 29 teams in another, that's upsetting. That's terrible. That's horrible. And then, last but not least, the fucking MLB Network lying to me. To me. Twice I was supposed to watch the Yankees Astros. Twice. And both times I was fooled. Bamboozled. One time, it was the game they got combined shut out. You glad you didn't watch that one? I mean, I, now I am. But I was going to watch it. Instead, they put on the Rays Pirates. Who the, I, Look, I love Cruz. Cruz is one of my new favorite players. O'Neal Cruz, he's one of my new favorite players. But you can put the Rays Pirates over the one and three seat at the time. And then advertise one and two going into Houston. But you're going to put on the Braves Phillies. <laughs> Are you kidding me? How are you going to advertise and not show it? How? Mm. It pissed me off. Because that's the 1 2 seed now. Tell. That's the 1 2 seed now. Not the 1 3, 1 2. In Houston. That's an important game to watch. Dave, take it over before I blow up. I don't have much for my final take. Not nearly as n- enough as y'all. But uh, my final take is based around the Charlotte Hornets. So the Charlotte Hornets, as y'all know, are a part-time basketball team and damn near full-time felons. So Montrez Harrell arrested for three pounds of marijuana. Miles Bridges' rap lifestyle and arrested for felony domestic violence. Um, you got your fucking starting point guard, LaMelo, smoking backwoods on Instagram Live. And it's just like... Miles Bridges, he's drinking lean and taking mushrooms, rapping. Like, it's crazy, bro. Like, I guess it's somewhat caught up to them now. But it's just watch out for Charlotte because they're coming with Black Air Force energy, whether you like it or not. Mm. Straight felons on the court. But um, I believe it was a good episode nine. I want to close off this episode with hoping that y'all tune in to our July 22nd event at kok wings and things we will have a guest speaker on there uh cory mccoy ceo um yeah as always follow the instagram at second dot take official for updates and news on new episodes yeah not not just listening to it but we hope y'all can make it out there you know yeah just come join us you know have a few drinks come watch the podcast yeah we're gonna be out there for a while yeah it's gonna be a fun time out there if if y'all can make the trip please we 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 great Greatly appreciate the support. We'll keep y'all updated with locations and everything and times whenever it gets closer to that time. But Absolutely. If y'all can make out, hey, take a nice little summer trip down to Lafayette. Oh, yeah. Come come to KOK. Come party in the coop with us. Come eat some wings. Come drink some daiquiris. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about some sports and make sure everybody, you know, has a smile on their face at the end of the day. Absolutely. And thank y'all for tuning in for uh, to this episode and hope to see y'all and Hope to see y'all at at KOK on on the 22nd. Thank y'all.